Hi, my name is Elizabeth Osterhaus, and this is my digital literacy autobiography for Honors Inquiry 105 with Dr. James Purdy. Today, I'm going to be discussing how I have evolved as a digital writer and furthermore, the effect my ever-increasing use of technology has had on my writing practices throughout my life. Digital technologies gave me the necessary skills to develop into the strong reader and writer that I am today. From the time I was young, I remember my parents encouraging me to read and write. Because they are both lawyers, they have a strong background in reading and writing and felt it was obligatory for me to also develop these skills. I attended a classical kindergarten where I memorized whole chapters of the Bible. It was a very fast-paced learning environment where a majority of my time was spent learning how to read, write, and develop language skills. I remember going through countless phonics cards with my parents, learning to associate sounds with words and words with sentences. I look back fondly on these memories as I realized that it was during this time of my life where my true passion for reading and writing began. By fourth grade, I was reading at a seventh grade level. I remember my dad paid me $5 to read Rawhide Down, a book about President Ronald Reagan's assassination attempt. One day, while I was reading it, I walked into the media center, and the librarian took one look at the book and said, I think that might be a little too inappropriate for you. Do your parents know you're reading that? And I had to tell her that yes, my dad actually encouraged me too. Email is how I got acquainted with using technology for writing. As far as digital writing goes, I remember getting my first email account in third grade and thinking it was just the coolest thing ever because I could easily communicate with my best friend, who at the time lived 700 miles away, without having to go through my parents' emails accounts. She and I both enjoyed writing and would email each other pages back and forth discussing everything going on in our lives and how mature we felt because we could do it all on our own accounts. I began using technology for educational literacy in elementary school. Lexile is the method that my elementary school used to measure students' reading ability. In third grade, I had the second highest Lexile in my grade. My school required that students complete reading counts quizzes when they finished a book. These quizzes basically tested comprehension of the text. In third grade, I had the third highest amount of reading counts points out of the whole third and fourth grade combined. As a result, I got to spend the night in the media center with the other high scorers, a memory that I still look fondly back on. Because I am highly motivated by competition, these quizzes fueled my desire to consume as much material as I could. Furthermore, these quizzes showed me that technology did not only have a place in the classroom, but that it was actually encouraged and necessary. Along with thinking back on my experiences, reading the Purcell, Buchanan, and Friedrich Pew research study was very helpful to me to understand why so many teachers are proponents of technology use in the classroom. The article explained that a majority of the teachers believe digital technology allows students to share their work with a wider and more varied audience, encourages greater collaboration among students, and encourages student creativity and personal expression. 
because I am not the person who reads or writes for fun. Academic writing and reading is the style that I consume most. Throughout middle and high school, I typed countless study guides and wrote numerous essays. In high school, I used the internet for almost every single project, whether it was writing an outline or typing up a rough draft and sending it to friends for them to edit it. Digital writing technology was essential during my high school career. Even for college applications, every aspect was digital. I wrote and submitted every single college essay virtually. Without tools such as Spellcheck and Grammarly, my essays would have been nowhere near as strong and cohesive. Even now, this class is centered around the use of digital writing and reading technology. It would be impossible for me to complete assignments if I did not have access to that technology. I believe social media and digital literacy are two peas in a pod. I remember getting my first social media platform, Instagram, in fourth grade. I was so happy to be able to see, comment, and like my friends and family's posts. In my opinion, Instagram had a much more personal feel back then. I remember standing in a circle with my friends the day after I got it. They were excited to show me how to use the app and type in their handles so that we could follow each other. I believe that it was much harder back then to find and connect with people that were outside of your social circle. Maybe it was because I was younger and I was more naive to the vast majority of content out there. Now, social media allows for posts and comments intended for close friends to be seen on a global scale. It offers very little privacy. People who don't have any connection to you can be immersed in your life without your knowledge. This has caused me to become much more aware of what I post and makes me think about what various audiences such as friends, family, or academic institutions would think about each and every post I make. It seems there's a daily headline about someone that posted something offensive on social media, not realizing the potential reach it could have. These posts have gone on to damage their careers. Now, I do not post nearly as much as I did when I first downloaded Instagram. One use I have found incredibly reassuring is finding people who are like me. As I was reading G's What Video Games Has to Have to Teach Us About Learning and Literacy, I realized the affinity group principle perfectly applies to how I use Instagram. This principle basically states that users of video games and social media gravitate towards those who are like them. For instance, I have a diagnosis of juvenile arthritis. For about a year and a half after I was diagnosed, I struggled because I had never met someone who was experiencing the same disease. It made me feel alienated and questioned my feelings and symptoms. When I did finally meet someone who had a disease similar to mine, it made me feel validated in a way, like my symptoms were somehow more valid because someone else had also experienced them. After meeting her, I decided to go on Instagram and look up pages of people who have an arthritis diagnosis. Reading the posts of these individuals made me feel really validated and like I had a community to build relationships with. Before I started reading and writing on a digital platform, I would have considered myself very limited. I did not have access to the plethora of online resources that are available on the internet. Also, without the internet, I would not have had nearly as much exposure to the variety of literature and writing styles that are out there today.
Well, autocorrect is constantly helping me develop skills like using correct grammar, utilizing digital tools for writing and reading has caused me to be able to analyze texts in a deeper way, learn how to pick out the most important information of an article, and help me determine fact from fiction, just to name a few. I am certain that without digital tools, my writing and reading skills would be miles below where they are today.